This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Your partner over on J Street Vibes uh, and writer for The Athletic, uh, Jason Jones, set to join us coming up here uh, in just a handful of minutes. Um... So the Kings get the win last night. Moving on to San Antonio next. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Indiana after that, coupled with Houston uh, before this thing wraps up and they get back to the Golden One Center uh, to take on uh, the – oh, I missed one. The Pelicans are in there. My bad. I missed the Pelicans. Pelicans are in this here too. Um, but there was a report from Mark Stein that, again, it's that, it's that, it's that time. We're, you know, eight, nine days away. It's, it's, it's that time where – Names are out there. Teams are out there. Stuff is out there. Looking for two first-round picks. Uh, apparently, everybody in the league, as it stands right now, is worth two first-round picks. <laughs> two first-round picks for Austin Rivers. That's the price. Oh, my God. You'd have to take two first-round picks to take Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers could destroy a locker room in one fell swoop. My goodness. Uh but the one that the Kings have been uh, attached to, uh, according to Mark Stein, is a name that Kings fans have actually talked about a lot in recent years, mm-hmm. plural, and that's Matisse Thybul mm-hmm. of the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, level of interest, I don't know. Uh, monitoring, okay. feel like there's probably 20 teams monitoring the situation going on with 20 other teams. But when you talk about the needs of the Sacramento Kings. Okay, I, I see why Matisse Thybul's name is being brought up. Um, what do you think about By the way, uh, qualifying offer, 6.2 this mm-hmm. offseason. Uh, restricted free agent the following year. Qualifying offer, uh, again, 6.2 million. I like, I like Matisse Thybul. I like what he brings to the table. I like uh, his defensive proudness out there. He's, 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 good. he's a good defensive player. But... Uh, Sacktown Baby Giraffe, shout out Tim Maxwell. Mm-hmm. He tweeted out, you know, after hearing this report last night, he was like, Thibault's an interesting target for the Kings. He solves some defensive problems, but he offers zero offensive he offers zero offensive ability. He's essentially a better KZ Akpala. I can't imagine the cost would be particularly high, something akin to Davis and second rounders. And I said, then why not just keep KZ Akpala? Yeah. Like, wh- sorry, no one informed me. Terrence was a part of this. I think that's what made me respond. I like, no, I'm not interested. Well, in like, that. wait a minute. I don't know about that. I'm not. I'm not interested. I'm not interested in in Matisse Thibel for Terrence Davis. And I, and once again, like, as people were in the in the comments, and I, I mean, look, I'm not saying KZ's definitely better than him, but they're like, yo, Thibel's. A way better defender than Casey. Is he? Hmm. Is he really? And what has that got in Philly? Like he's been unplayable. He was unplayable in the playoffs last year because he was so got off on the defensive end. They had him as a defensive guy in uh, the playoffs against Atlanta. That didn't help. 
Adam with a defensive guy with Ben Simmons on the court as well. Hmm. That didn't help. Like, Thibault's cool, but if I have to give up something to get him, I'd rather just keep the guys I have and play KZ Akpala. Because hmm. once again, this also goes back to he's not going to – Matisse Thibault, if he's that much of a liability on the offensive end, he's not going to be on the floor in the final six minutes of a game. Mm-hmm. He's not. Who are you taking out? Yeah, That's what I always say. You're going you gonna to take out Kevin Herter? You're going to take out Harrison Barnes, Keegan Murray? No. No. So, if I got to give anything up for him, I'm not interested. I'd rather just play KZ Akpala. But I'd like to know what you got. You think and what everybody else thinks as well. Like, maybe I'm overvaluing KZ or whatever the case may be. But he, even if Thibault is better, KZ can't be that far off. Yeah, I guess it boils down to, yeah, what are you going to do with Matisse? Because you barely play KZ Akpala now. Mm-hmm. Matisse Thibel isn't like a better offensive, a much better offensive player, or maybe a better offensive player at all. He's not at all. He was so, unplayable in Philadelphia. I um, they're going for a championship and they're willing to trade him. That says a lot to me. And they'd be willing to trade him for nothing, essentially, some second rounders. Hmm. They're trying to win a championship. Mm-hmm. They're looking to get rid of him. I wouldn't. You lost me with Terrence. I immediately decided the answer was no. <laughs> and I think that's why I respond. <laughs> like, I just, like, immediately no. Like, I, and, and I know we have, I don't think either one of us have zero issue. Now, we're very biased when it comes to Terrence Davis. <laughs> yeah, that's my guy. But we're also very understanding of the situation that Terrence is in. Mm-hmm. His situation with this team. And more importantly, the situation with his contract. When you're an expiring contract, you're valuable across the league. Uh, but I think Terrence can do enough. We saw it last night, mm-hmm. um, and 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 that's probably a conversation we should get into with Jason Jones when he joins us. It's something uh, I teased three hours ago and never followed up on. <laughs> can the Kings play that level of defense that we saw last night consistently, mm. or more consistently? Mm-hmm. Because Terrence was a big part of that. Malik was a big part of that. It's not like it was Davion and KZ Akpala out there, the two guys we consider you know, the best defensive guys on the team. Right. It's not like they were out there guarding everybody, doing everything in the final minutes of that game and into overtime. Mm-hmm. Everybody stepped up a little bit and were able to play well against the team that had been playing really well uh, over the last couple of weeks, teams that had beat you uh, just a couple of nights before. <sighs> If if you want Alex Lynn, hey, <laughs> you know maybe we can talk. Uh, I don't have any interest in moving Terrence Davis for uh, a, 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 an offensive issue. Fit wise, in terms of what Mike Brown preaches on a night to night basis, I get why Matisse Thybul is is in the conversation. Absolutely, I just don't know. Is it a trade for the sake of a trade? That's exactly what it sounds like. Especially but, when you have a guy. And once again, if, I'm not here to argue who's better defensively. Like you, if For all the people that say Thibel is better than Casey, I'm not, you can have that. I'm not here to argue that. But it's, that's not a game changer. When so, you have a capable perimeter defender right here and you just won't play him. So let me, let, let's, let's, let's remove our, our, our Terrence Davis bias here. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what was Katie saying last night? Uh, there's no three minutes in the last handful of games mm-hmm. for Terrence. So does Matisse Thibel play more regularly than Terrence Davis does? I don't. I don't know. I, 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 I don't mean, maybe the first so. question is: Does Matisse Thibel play more regularly than Casey Akpala does? <laughs> That's a start. If the answer is that, okay. Let's go to the next barometer. Yeah. Does he does he play more regularly? Terrence Davis does not play regularly, whether we agree with it mm-hmm. or Kings fans agree with it or anybody agree or Terrence agrees with it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. If you can, if 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 Mike can look at or, or Mike and Monty can look at Casey uh, Matisse Thibel and say, no, we can make him a regular part of our rotation, and here's how we do it. Okay, I'll try. I'll trust him. Mm-hmm. Um. I just don't understand how you do it right. when you don't do it with Casey Akpala. Because I'm a 
I'm just a broadcast journalist who likes to watch basketball. There he is. I've never been let down, confused, head scratched by <laughs> what Casey Akpala does on the floor. Every time I see him, it's like, I get it. Like, I understand why he's out there. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of things, especially on that end, really, really well. Uh, but he doesn't play regularly. So when you're talking about defense, 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 and you got this guy who really does play pretty good perimeter defense, but you don't play him very often, I don't know whether to make heads or tails of it. If the argument is the offensive end, I got you. That's not your answer, though, Mm -hmm. being Matisse Thibault. That's not your answer. Mm -hmm. I don't know who your answer is. Maybe that's the best answer you can get, but I don't know that that truly helps the issues that you face. Yeah. It might help one while creating another because yeah. where's that game go last night? As much as Terrence did some stuff on the defensive end and and and, and disrupted over there, he hit shots. Mm-hmm. What if those shots don't fall last night or aren't taken? Yeah, you you need you need a in my opinion, you need a player like Terrence Davis on on the roster. You need a player like Matisse Stiebel on the roster. I'm not saying you don't, but you. <laughs> The, you already have so both. this is this is dumb. You already have both. That this is dumb. The thing that makes the most sense to me is if you're going to do this is, is if it's Casey Akpala that gets traded. Yeah. Because then you're okay. You you believe you're upgrading Casey Akpala. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you're going to find minutes for Matisse Thibault. Mm-hmm. Okay. That I would understand a little bit more. Having Casey Akpala and Matisse Thibault march him out there with De- uh, uh, Davion. Is that the death lineup? <laughs> Murderer's row? I don't That's for your own offense. That's what it would be. It's facts. That's that that is a hundred percent accurate. Yeah. No, I, like I, I, I like Dybul. I've always liked Dybul. Yeah. We've always envisioned him as a king uh, if they could pull it off, uh given how bad this defense has regularly been. Mm-hmm. In my head, I can't make this compute though. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I, exact same way. Like I said, I like him. Um but you said it perfectly. It feels like it would be um, making a trade just to make a trade. Let's talk more about this with Jason Jones when he joins us next here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. No, no, no. Back to D-Lo and KC. D-Lo and KC on ESPN 1320. Oh, no, that's what I was going to say. I can tell now. But uh, last night I was watching Raw, and uh, <laughs> Dominic was out there talking. Dominic was staring at someone. See, that wouldn't fly in prison like I was in. That's a, that was the first time I saw him. <laughs> and you know all I could notice? <laughs> what he had on. 
Did you notice what he was wearing? <laughs> no, what do you have? He on? had an off white uh uh, uh off white uh button up. Really? On. Yeah. I was like, Got what? Me. I was like, yo, the color I mean they 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 uh they uh did it that you know they changed it a little bit. Yeah. But I was like, look at I was like, that's a dope color. Like, what is he wearing? And then he turns around and it had the X on it. I was like, Oh, okay. All right. That's All right. that's pretty funny. I was surprised I haven't you know who I, into that a little bit more. You know who I, I love Rhea. Like oh, I Rhea's, absolutely yeah. love Rhea Ripley. Rhea and I think the story like I was I th- I thought Rhea versus Bianca would have been compelling. Mm-hmm. But I love the story of Rhea. I wrestled Charlotte at WrestleMania mm. and she humbled me and I had to go away for a while and mm. get better. And then I lasted 61 minutes in the mm. Royal Rumble. And you still have that belt. Mm. And I want it. And I was like, I was I was listening to it. I was like, oh, yeah. this is perfect. Yeah. It almost makes Rhea a baby face, which is the I crazy know. part. So I was just thinking about it. I was like, that's what WrestleMania will do to you sometimes. Like the pursuit for a championship, it'll turn you in. You get into invested into the story. Yeah. 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 And her story is such a baby face story. Yeah. I love it. Like I think I, it's I've her been. Time. Yeah, it I is. It time. absolutely is. Yeah. It, it, She's not part of it, so you know, and we'll get to the Kings in a second. But she, you know, they always not talk if Jason about, jumps on too early, he's gonna want to talk about <laughs> I this, know, right? Um, they always talk about the the four horsewomen mm-hmm. and how they basically controlled everything since they came into yeah. the WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bianca broke that, right? And was and Rhea was not no Rhea yeah because it was that, right? well, I mean Sasha kind of broke it because she but left. I Sasha was part of. Yeah, she left. So that kind of oh, broke the that kind of broke it. Yeah. But it was yeah, Becky. Well, the control, like the the strap was always on one of the four yeah, horsewomen. Yeah. Until Bianca did it. And Rhea was not a part of that. No, it was so Rhea, Bailey, it was Bailey, Becky, Charlotte, Bailey is who I was thinking. And Sasha. I thought Bailey was going to win the royal. Uh Bailey Reece was really right. good last Reece night. Reese called too. it. He said at the beginning he was like, "Yeah, Rhea's going to win." He called it. Yeah, that's, that's a great call by young Reese right uh, there. Great, great call. He, he reminds me of a young, uh, young D-Lo because, like, he'll dip in and out Angelo of wrestling. Russell. Like, he won't watch wrestling for months. Mm. And he'll step up to the Royal Rumble. Oh, yeah. That's um, – what's his name? You don't know him? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Rhea's winning this too, by the way. Bro, you have not watched wrestling in two months. How, did, how are you getting all this? Young D-Lo. Young D-Lo. It's WrestleMania season, man. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fun time to watch and follow, and I'm – I'm 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 definitely tapped in a little bit more than I have been uh, recently. Yeah. Can I ask? This is this is kind of a follow up to something we talked about yesterday. Okay, we're talking about big names being like there there just might not be a big trade mm-hmm. this this trade deadline. I said I saw something. I think it was Dallas. I can't I can't remember. It's it's always Dallas. Dallas is mentioned with everybody. <laughs> yeah, and there are they they always leave unhappy. Is DeAndre Ayton getting traded? No. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Okay. No. That's all I, I had. I think a lot of this stuff, and the reason why you're not hearing these names, is because I think a lot of this, people are just waiting for the summer. I think that's what a lot of teams are doing. They're like, eh. is and it's going to be hard to do anything right now because this draft looming, you know, whether it's people wanting to be in in Wimbenyama or just the first the first round in general is crazy. So I think a lot of teams, they're going to try and steal some picks, but in their heart of hearts, people are just going to really wait for the summer to really improve their team. Mm. It's going to be little stuff like Dybul and Plumlee and Finney Smith, you know, at the deadline. And if you really want to improve your team on, on a major level, that's going to be in the What did you say Finney Smith's asking price was? It was a, a first rounder or a star player. <laughs> Bruh, this is, this is the this is the same league that said uh, there was no travel last night. Uh, as we welcome in, you talk about being able to book a wrestling show. Few can do it better than this man That's right facts. here. That's facts. Jason Jones of the Athletic, of course, your co-host uh, on the J Street Vibes podcast. Let's just bring you right into this conversation. Do you think a star player gets traded uh, in the next week or so? 
I can't think of who it would be. And I, I, mean, and, I don't... And star was probably a weird word. I don't know if DeAndre Ayton is a star, but I'm I'm talking like that level of a player. Mm. I think I think someone like that could get moved. Mm. I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me. Mm. I mean, that's a that's a guy. You know, that's a guy. I think everyone figured once they you know uh, took the deal back, he was going to get moved eventually. Mm-hmm. Isn't exactly setting the world on fire right now. I mean, they also have had a bunch of injuries, but I, I forget the rules on um, Aiton and when he can. He, he can be traded now, I, I, right? I think it was like January 15th. Or yeah, I think like it passed. Yeah, I think the date has passed. Like, he can he can be moved. And now Phoenix, you know, and I wonder how much of, of this potential lack of movement is because there's so many teams clumped up together. Like, you just mentioned oh, Phoenix. Definitely. Phoenix is a game back from the sixth spot. Yeah. You know, no one's really out of it. So it's almost like, you know, do you kind of like, it's like the Lakers made a move, but, it, you know, they made a move, but that wasn't like, you know, a star. Yeah. So I think you might see a bunch of moves like that kind of, you know, peripheral, like, you know, add a guy to my rotation. Maybe Jay Crowder finally gets to play this season, guys like that. But, I mean, with the whole playing situation, the one thing it, it probably has done at the league likes is that all these teams who in years past would have been like, okay, we're, we're done. There's no point in this. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to explain that, hey, if you're in eleventh, why are you why are you throwing things away? Hmm. You know, if you're t- if you're two games out of tenth, why do you just why are you throwing your hands up? Yeah. So I think it, it, yeah, I I just I mean eight and you know, you figure a team like maybe Atlanta moves someone like a John Collins. They wish. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know there's a couple of names out there I think that could get moved around at some point. Like I, I mean. John Collins' name has been out there for what two years? He was supposed to be in Sacramento. He would be everywhere. <laughs> no, which probably means at the end he goes somewhere no one is even thinking. Yeah, San Antonio. <laughs> you know, I mean, I you know every year, you know, I think I think because the names have been relatively quiet, we'll get caught off guard by something. Do you think- Tyrese Halliburton traded again? <laughs> <laughs> back, back to the Kings. <laughs> right. Do you think, because um, I talked about this just a second ago, do you think that a lot of teams really with the uncertainty of, um, you know, these first-rounders and Wimbenyama and all this other stuff, they think a lot of teams are just looking for, if we really want to, like, change the landscape of our team, we'll just wait till the summer. Is that kind of how people are looking at it in your eyes? Probably some of them, yeah, just because, you know, with things so clumped up and it's like, Maybe we can make a move with what we got. And there's been so many teams that have had so many injuries. You probably got a bunch of teams thinking, you know what? If we get healthy in the next you know, couple of weeks, we'll make our move that way. Mm-hmm. Maybe you think your move is getting healthy. You know, if you're Phoenix, your move might be we'll get Devin Booker all the way right again. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think you got it's a combination of, of those things. Then the way some of these teams hold on to these draft picks, it's still it's almost funny to me sometimes. It's like it's so valuable because you don't know what it is yet. It's like, you know, I got this, I've got this pick in four years, you know, and I'll dangle it to get, you know, I'm always a believer, get the immediate help. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm a big believer in, you know what, a draft pick sounds cool until you actually got to use it. And if, you know, you, you, you mess around and draft the wrong guy, it was like, great, you got this draft pick. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so I just think, yeah, it's just a weird, I mean, it's weird this year. Like, it's like what, I mean, like, eight teams in the west around 500 yeah yeah what do you well in in this a lot of this was sparked by uh a mark stein report about uh sacramento uh, I, I don't remember what the exact word keeping an eye on uh monitoring uh the situation with matisse Thybul. and matisse Thybul is a, a player that we've talked a lot about uh, as a, a potential fit for sacramento in recent years but it's something that we can't quite figure out right now. Uh, what do you think about Matisse Thybul as a player and potentially uh, fitting in with the Sacramento Kings? I like his I like his defense. I think everyone likes his defense. You know, even back to college, that was kind of his calling card. You got it pretty good if you're going into the draft. I'm talking about your defense. Mm-hmm. So I like that about him. I'm not looking at his numbers. Can he shoot? You know, is he a shooter yet? But not traditionally. I don't know what his numbers look like this year, but traditionally. He's uh, almost a zero on the offensive end. Yeah, I don't know how he fits, you know, 
you know, there that could be a guy, you know, um, where you said kind of like with the Lakers and the, the, the Rui deal where you're like, you know what? We're, maybe we're not going to re- keep this guy long term. Let's get off the young guy and get something in return for him. Mm-hmm. And maybe you can take a flyer on him like that, you know, but just where I mean, where do you play him? Yeah, he's averaging 12 minutes per game this year. Hmm? He's averaging 12 minutes per game this year. Hmm. So I don't. Which is he, he where we wouldn't get much more than that in Sacramento. Right. So that's what I'm saying. You know, if you can get take a, take a flyer on him, you don't have to give up a whole lot. I'd I'd be all for that. I'm with I'm you know with, you know because I mean what he can do even in spots defensively could be the difference in a couple of games. I'm with Damian though. It's it's got to be like. Alex Lynn and some second rounders. Some some people have said, you know, TD, Terrence Davis. Uh, and uh, Terrence Davis, I still think, plays a role on this team. And I'm not willing to, you know, get rid of what he does on this team for another – I shouldn't say another defensive guy. But my argument was he, he he's like KZR Arpala. So why not just play KZR Arpala? Like, why, why are we trading for Matisse Thibault? You have – a thigh like player right now and you don't even play him, just play him. That's why I said take a flyer. Like, you know, if, if it's, you know, low, low, n- no, you don't give up a guy who's been in your rotation at all this year for him. Like That's why I said that Rui Hachimuri deal is kind of the, the blueprint for what teams are looking for around the deadline this year. Mm. How can I get off a guy I really don't want to maybe take a flyer on a guy who might have potential down the road? Right. You know, so, I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't give up TD in that deal. I mean, I think because I think TD can give you some defense and he fits what you do offensively. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe uh, in Sacramento, the one advantage Thibault would have is that she could probably put four shooters around him. Mm-hmm. So he wouldn't be as exposed maybe. But even still, I'm not giving up major assets for a guy that the other team he's on is not even playing. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And, and that's, a, and that's a, a championship contender. They're trying to win a championship and they're like, eh. We, we don't need we defense. Don't need yeah. <laughs> we don't. yeah, it's crazy how the league works. Because remember, a couple of years ago, he was untouchable. Remember? Yeah, you can't put time. You can't put Matisse in a deal for any. You know, you know that was even back back to the uh, when Buddy wanted to, was looking at Philly type thing. Mm-hmm. They're not giving you Matisse Thibel for Buddy Heald. Are you crazy? Now it's like, hey, you got any spare parts for Matisse? <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy how this thing changes. Like, hey. We got a couple of basketballs and flipboards. <laughs> yeah. Now, like I said two years ago, no, no way, no how. Yeah. But then again, that, like I said, we see these over the league all the time. You get married to potential. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget Amari Stoudemire. Oh, you can't get Amari Stoudemire. We got J.J. Hickson. You can't trade J.J. Hickson. <laughs> oh, that'll always be my favorite. LeBron <laughs> James is adamant. You cannot trade J.J. Hickson. And then when J.J. got to Sacramento, I was like, you couldn't trade this guy? <laughs> I was just like, we should have known about his GM skills back oh, then. Oh, that's facts. <laughs> that is so accurate. <laughs> did you did you see uh, Jay McDaniels travel last night? You mean his seawalk? His, yeah. uh, his Cupid shuffle? <laughs> Doing the electric. His cha-cha slide? Yeah. Uh, I, I got news for you, Jason. You didn't see. Uh, Jaden McDaniels travel last night, according uh, to the National Basketball Association in the last two minute report. I don't know anything anymore. <laughs> Not when I don't know what I'm watching in the last two minutes of any game anymore. I don't know what a foul is, what's not. I don't know anything. I just read the report and take their word for it. That's what that's what Damian was saying. There's Mike Brown, who's watched basketball his entire life. Jordy Fernandez, DeMontis Sabonis, you, me, Damian. We've all watched the game our entire life. And somehow, no, we we had it wrong. There's no way that was a travel. Like, what? And there's things that I see live that don't get called, and then they come back a day later, oh, yeah, actually it was a foul. And I'm like, I don't know anymore. And I'm I'm starting to join the Jeff Van Gundy train that if we can't use replay to fix things that are blatantly wrong at the end of games, why is it here? Hmm. Like, why is – I don't understand the use of it anymore sometimes. I just think they can't figure out how to use it. Like, 
I don't know. A good a, a good idea that you might want to use the replay is if uh, the king starts jumping up and down <laughs> and 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 collapsing on the floor as if Ricky just got shot in the back. Like, <laughs> maybe may, maybe you should go look at the replay then. Uh, yeah, and like I think I even said on the pod, it's been multiple teams that have had blatant errors against them, like. The Kings have had some blatant errors. The Lakers have had some blatant I mean, a bunch of teams have this. I mean, not like little minor things like, oh, they could have tied the game on that type errors. Yeah. Not like he traveled yeah. with a minute 30 to go. Like, even the game down in L.A. when the Kings played the Lakers, I'm like, I'm like, did Fox foul Kendrick Nunn? I guess not. They didn't call it. Mm-hmm. Day later. Oh, he did. What's the point of telling us that? Because mm-hmm. what if you decided, no, he didn't? Right. Who's deciding what we get, what information we get? It's just weird to me. It's bizarre. Mine's and then, again. you know, then that bizarre tweet from the NBA <laughs> official. We, look, go, uh, go ahead. We was going we to talk about that on the pod, but I need to hear it now, man. Well, that tweet, bro. I ain't never that, seen nothing like that. Uh, we, we lose sleep over this. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> we lose sleep and we feel terrible. I'm imagining – whoever was running that account with like, they were like at the bottom of a bottle of red wine, (laughs) (laughs) some red wine and popcorn, the Olivia Pope diet. And they were, they were going to, they were, they were going to send out a heartfelt tweet to the King. Yeah. Yeah. Had, had, you know, had a little, maybe had a little something, you know, put a little something in the air, you know, like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, a little something. Yeah. Talking. I was like, you can't tweet this. We lose sleep. Amazing. I had never seen that like that nope. before. I had never and then, seen that like but that. you know what's going to happen, right? Then how 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 you how you fix it? The Lakers are about to go like on an eight game win streak, and LeBron's going to shoot like twenty free throws a game now. Yeah, whenever he plays. Yeah, whenever he plays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know when anyone's going to play either. Only like only like four or five teams don't do load management these days. It's like the Kings, it's like the Kings and like it's like the Kings, the Spurs, the Rockets, and like the Magic. I mean, <laughs> who? I'm like, I don't know who's going to play anymore. The Kings ain't like, never even thought about load management. Every what? Demontis, your thumb's broken. Lo- lo- Get out there. Lo- load management for the Kings is Domas only playing 35 minutes. He's <laughs> like. Hey, Domas, is your thumb going to fall off? Tape it up, get out there. If anyone deserves a night off, it's him. Well, that, well and we all Keegan, okay, exactly. Even, we didn't even got to report this. Don't even say nothing. Yeah. Take this tape, put it on your thumb, and just just play. I'll say this. And meanwhile, Miami getting fined every other week now for lying about their injuries. If Brock Purdy had played for the Sacramento Kings, that dude would have played forty-eight minutes. <laughs> Brock Purdy would have gotten enough time to tape up his hand and gone out there and played. They would have got a brace out the back and was like, your elbow's still stable right now, Brock. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Hey, well, yeah I mean, I, yeah. While we have you there, I want to ask you about that a little bit. Like, because there's been discussion about, like, uh, it's gotten out of hand, the whole load management thing, you know, people, kids not being able to see players. Uh, like, is it is it a – issue that needs to be addressed at this point can you address it who addresses it though i mean i think part of the problem with the perception is that everyone blames the players these aren't a lot of these aren't player calls Hmm. these are these are you know and what some people will tell you that well the science tells us that hey this guy needs a day off and the difference is when we see it in baseball because baseball plays so many games. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm like and like in theory I'm not opposed to it. Mm-hmm. Just because you know what if a guy's had a, a nagging injury and maybe it's the third game in four nights, he probably does need a day off. Mm-hmm. So like I said in theory I, it doesn't bother me, but I also understand the fact that I've watched a lot of more games in person than most people. So I don't have the, I don't view it the same. I didn't you know travel 2000 miles to see Jimmy Butler. You know mm-hmm. But, like, that kid got a better deal than anyone because instead of just watching Jimmy play, you have to hang out with Jimmy Butler. Yeah, right. You know, so, I mean. Kid also was at the Warriors game the next day. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute, sir. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's so weird because, like, whenever the Warriors sit all their guys, they win. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's I saw Richard Jefferson's thing where he was – talking about his dad bought him a ticket to go to a game and 
if he had gotten to see David Robinson that day, it just would have broke his heart. And and I'm I, I you know I'm not I'm not laughing at Richard Jefferson for that, but <laughs> that's David such Robinson a you know he talks about sports science being better and all of these different things being better. It's the same thing that Stan Van Gundy said. And mm. I mean I'll, I'll just use Bronny as an example. Bronny ain't even in the league yet, but how much high level basketball has that what seventeen year old already played? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you, you, you want to, you want, you, you want to regulate, uh, you want, you want to regulate load management in the pros. Cool. Start these kids playing basketball in high school. So, okay. yeah. well, let me the ask. Science you. has told us for years that the problem isn't to the pros. The problem is what we do to these kids at 12, 13, 14. Kids don't play different sports. And I mean, the, 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 the science has been out there for a long time. Why these guys, you got guys 17, 18, tearing their ACLs. But it's easier to blame it on the guy who makes $200 million. And you can call him selfish and not caring about the kid who traveled all these miles to see him. It's easier uh, yeah, not, to do that. Yeah, but, yeah. but I'll also say this, because I think, Jason, you touched on it. And I think we've talked about it before. This is, I don't know if you can, I, I, I know doctors have talked about this, but I think it's the specialization of the sports because when you talk about Bronny playing all these games, how many games did we play when we were kids? They weren't regulated, but we was out there playing on cracked asphalt every single day, every day, and, like, getting in fights. So we were playing, too. It's just not a regular regulated game the way Bronny is, but I do think we all played other stuff, right? Like we were able to put the basketball down for three months and play football and play baseball and things of that nature. And I, I don't know. I've heard you know doctors say like that matters, but that that seems like the true difference is like they the specialization of these one sports are wearing these. Well, I think out. another thing we don't understand is the underdevelopment of like like when when you when you start doing that stuff at ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen years old, mm-hmm. like your bodies aren't developed, your muscles aren't developed. None of that stuff is developed, and it's what, what Jason was just talking about. That's why you got these kids who just think about basketball, basketball. They, these kids ain't thinking about foam rolling. <laughs> ain't thinking about Theraguns and ice baths and cryotherapy. They ain't thinking, oh, I want to go play ball. Yeah. And then their ACL yeah, and tears. Yeah, and we just played. We didn't play and then have someone set us up with a private trainer after mm-hmm. practice to put us through another two hours of drills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean – but yeah, it's easy to say, oh, they're just being selfish. No one gets mad with. How come no one ever yells at Steve Kerr for, for putting them, for sitting them? Mm. You guys, you know, what, you know, and Steve said, hey, shorten the season. You know, but yeah. no one ever said, it becomes, oh, Steph and those guys should want to play for these kids. And it's like, I don't think, I don't, I haven't met one player who has said, you know what? F these kids. <laughs> I'm not playing tonight. If it's. <laughs> At least not publicly. <laughs> not publicly, no. If I mean, the, the, the NBA could have, if they're so worried about kids who travel 3,000 miles to see Jimmy Butler or Steph Curry or whatever, if you're that worried about it, the fix is easy. You're just not willing to do it. You get paid by ABC and TNT and, and, and Disney or who all, all your different partners to air 82 games, mm-hmm. and you get the revenue from, from 82 games from season ticket holders. You're just gonna willingly cut it by ten? No, of course, <laughs> of course you're not. So let, let's so so while we're while we're quick to point out, uh, you know, the guy that makes two hundred million dollars doesn't care about you know little Jimmy who came to see him, little Jimmy who came to see Big Jimmy. Let's ignore the billion dollar company right. who's unwilling to cut the season down and say, here's the only way we can come up with to truly eliminate or reduce this issue and look or maybe we eliminate back to backs eliminate three games in four nights and, and I, i'm not even earlier i don't know but yeah I, i'm sick of everyone blaming the players for this like it's all their fault and, and look i'm not here to, to to blame the players at all if i have blame it would be most most more so on the owners than anything but let's also call a spade a spade nobody's willing to give up money because oh, I bet, because the, the players owners, will lose money too. Because I bet the owners will be like, "All right, we can shorten it down to seventy-two. Your contracts are going to go down lower." And the players are like, oh, "I'm not doing that." Well, and I don't blame them, but, but, but nobody's willing to give up a couple of dollars. And that's where you get into like NFL, like players' association stuff, mm-hmm. where you have guys who make, uh, you, you know, super two hundred and thirty million dollars, who are like, "Oh, okay, what's it cut it down to?" Versus league minimum guy who plays for you know five teams in 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 four seasons, who's like no, I, 
I'll play 92 games if you want. <laughs> yeah. 17 games, no big deal, whatever, no way. Yeah. I'll play two games a day. Put me I'll, out there I'll, on the back-to-back. -back. I'll play 90 games in 70 nights if you want. Just let me get my game <laughs> check. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, it's one of those things. I, but there's, there, I there's a caveat to that, too, and I think the league knows this. And this is what this is what I talk about with like boosters and NILs and all that stuff. Having legal money on the college books is great. You don't think rich oil booster is sliding into that Texas player mm -hmm. uh, wallet and handing them like, you know, uh, some under the table money mm -hmm. like that stuff still happens. The same thing would happen in the NBA where if you look at a trip and you go, OK, there's no back to backs. But if I don't play this night, I can turn two days of rest into five days of rest, mm -hmm. and I can be ready for that big game on Saturday night against the Bucks on TN, uh, right. on on ABC. Right, like there's yeah. always like it'll always always be there whether it's a 72 game season or an 82 game season. Right, like people forget the big gripe early on wasn't the rest; it was they're resting on national televised nationally televised games. It wasn't they were resting. It was like you set the t like how dare you Popovich sit sit Tim Duncan for the TNT game. Mm -hmm. You sit him when you guys are playing, you know, someone on a random Wednesday. Don't sit him on our game. Right. That's our money. Which TNT did, don't like that. Which did suck, like, as a consumer of the sport. Sure. Like, I'm looking there, and it's, oh, it's 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 Bucks versus Suns. Like, I like, want to see this. And it was then, like watching the NFC Championship the other day. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> right. Like, it's I Bucks did not tune in for this. And uh, no Giannis, no Chris Paul, no Devin right. Rooker. No, like, oh, what the hell is this? Like, TV announcers digging through the media guide. Well, what do you guys know about? Oh, wow, Serge is on this team. I didn't even – well, I guess not anymore, you know. Like – how much more can we learn about the, you know, Cameron Payne and just, just digging? Just Cameron Payne, once famous for his Instagram videos with Russell Westbrook, has made his way over here. And... Uh, so it's, I guess, there's no perfect uh, solution to it because I agree with you, Dame. If it's 72, they'll find a way to play it's 65. Always, yeah, it's always you know going mean? so, to happen. I mean, you go to 72, Kawhi and Paul might play in 30 games a season. <laughs> oh my gosh, you think? Um, Speaking of Kawhi and Paul, just because I've been reading their names lately, you think De'Aaron and I think everyone believes Demontis Sabonis is getting into the All Star game. Do you think mm -hmm. De'Aaron Fox does? Uh, part of me says yes. I'm just kind of because I mean, you look at who you know, Ja, you know, you know, you, you know, Ja. It, Jaws, Jaws in. We've we've we, in. we've settled yeah. it to it's it's likely De'Aaron Booker. Anthony Edwards and some people are really trying to get Kawhi or Paul George in there. Why? Yeah. I don't they, they know. I don't know. I don't think I, I. I don't. I mean, when's the last time Booker played? I don't think yeah. Booker gets in. I. I don't shouldn't. think I. He. He. He shouldn't. He's played twenty nine games. He might get in, and then then they you know then he can't play. I don't know. But See, that's yeah, I don't. Dumb. I, I, that's dumb. I hadn't even seen. I haven't even considered Booker. I'm like he, you know, it's it's kind of like why I don't consider a guy like AD or consider a Kawhi. It's like, well, yeah, your numbers are great when you actually play, but you missed, you know, if we're basing it on this season, you missed. I don't know what the cutoff, you know, the cutoff for the number of games can and should be. I think I generally kind of figure if you qualify to be a league leader, you've played enough games, and kind of talk about before with the Clippers. You know, was it Marcus Morris is their leading score? Was their leading score because he actually played the most games? Yeah. <laughs> so like I mean, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I mean, when I look at the guards, I'm thinking Shea, Ja, De'Aaron, Ant. I mean, Dame? to me, it, hmm? Dame. Oh, I forgot about Dame. See, that's 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 why we kept getting. Dame, that's, Dame that's, had what forty one last night. Yeah, I mean, man. Yeah. But, so we but got there's 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 one spots. there's one spot left. Yeah, there, there's two wild card spots that don't have to be guards or forwards. They could be whatever. I think Just make it all guards. Good. I mean, hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, then they're going to eliminate Domas and get Booker and Anthony Edwards and. Well, well, I mean, the I funny mean, thing is, there's I mean, as no far, forwards. I mean, as far, there. as far as the wild card players, as far as the oh, wild yeah. card players, there's, there's no forwards after uh, Demontis and there was one and Marketing. And I and you could even put AD. I in think Markinen's making it. Yeah, you could even put AD in there, and there's no other guards ap or forwards after that. So yeah, I'm like, I don't see guards. any reason why De'Aaron, Shea, 
John Ant can't be there. I mean, but every year there's always that one guy you go, he didn't make it. But I, I, I think, I think the King's record, you know, his, his numbers, he has the whole story with him about being the King of the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. To me, all that helps him. Yeah. And I, you know, and, and it's not like it's a, a popular, to me, it's not a really, a, we can't really say it's a market side. Cause the three, the guys with this name, nobody plays in a big market. Mm. You know, well, shoot, in, in that case, De'Aaron, well, either De'Aaron or Ant play in the biggest market. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I think the Kings get two guys, but you never know. You know, yeah. it's something crazy happening. Somebody gives, like, Chris Paul, like, a legacy oh, birth or something geez. weird. Or <laughs> Well, that's the C.J. McCollum. Yeah. That's, 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 the, and that's C.J. That's a good point. That's a well, that's a good point. That's the I that that's the the hall of very good or the you know, you know the I've been a pretty good player but never quite an all star. Now I'm on a better team. So you know what? You know what? We'll put you in because even though Zion hasn't played half the season, see the fix for the the, we got to get a guy who's played from the Pelicans. Okay, go ahead. That's it though. See the fix for that is easy. Zion's not playing. You could replace him with CJ. And uh, well, and also, you don't need to do that anymore. They're ninth. If they were well, top three, yeah, ninth, you make that argument. See, I can't keep up right now. They've lost eight in a row. Yeah, like they're we, we, that don't <laughs> need to happen. <laughs> That'll be a fun story. You know, they're losers of twelve straight, but Zion Williamson and CJ McCollum are here. Zion Williamson <laughs> got cleared an hour ago, and he's out here doing three sixty dunks. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. I mean, as a, this is this is going to be interesting because I mean, part of it is, is that you know you got a guy like Zion who's as good as he is. He got in on popularity not because he, he missed a ton of time, mm-hmm. and I think, and I mean, has he played? I mean, it's like every year he misses a ton of time, though. But when he plays, he's something to watch, right? Yeah. So I mean, I don't know, you know. It, it becomes that balance between merit versus just, I want to see my favorite guys. Yep. Yeah. And if you just want to see your favorite guys, yeah, Zion should be there. You know, yeah, you know, but if it's, you know, where's the balance between the star and the merit? Hmm. That's that's always a tricky thing because if it's based off of star power, I mean, if some of the guys we think should be there won't be there. Shoot, mm-hmm. Clay Thompson would be there instead. <laughs> right. yeah. You know, it'd be, you know, but. It can get tricky sometimes because, you know, if you assume there's going to be guys who are injured, you know, then it goes to the commissioner, you know, depending on how, what mood he's in, does he just go a guy I think should be there or does he go in the order of who was next in line? You know, so, yeah, it'll, like I said, you know, if Zion doesn't play, you know, I, I mean, based on things I've read or whatever and hear, it, I almost think, you know, you might end up with two Kings and two Lakers if you got enough injuries. Because AD's numbers will be like, oh my god, I know he's only played in thirty-three games, but these numbers are ridiculous. I think, but I still think that shouldn't affect De'Aaron or or, or Domas at all. Yeah, I think I we think had. They should, they should be solid. I think we had AD in. I can't remember. I Did we go we AD, marketing and Sabonis? Those are the yeah, three. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah there's not a lot of big guys. Yeah. to pick from. You know, you you know, you, you get past Joker and yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot of bigs. Well, Nate Duncan and them had Draymond in there. <laughs> oh, you would love that, Casey. You would love Draymond in another All-Star game, huh? Well, we'd be, che- we'd be checking Draymond in. Draymond is a, a very good ball player. Jason Jones live from his Domino's tournament with, <laughs> with Draymond Green. <laughs> Jason Jones, the athletic, the J Street Vibes podcast, which is available wherever you get podcasts. New episode posted right now jay we appreciate you as always thank you my brother always see you next week yes sir that reminds me we've got I'm, i'll make the note now we've got to ask jay Derek carr's value mm. on the market no i absolutely forgot to ask him that i saw a report that said uh the jets are targeting three quarterbacks potentially aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh is that one Derek carr, Derek carr. I, I mean is it jimmy jimmy See that so so it that makes sense for the Jets because mm-hmm. their track record of drafting quarterbacks is very terrible. Right. So going for uh, an established name like that, Aaron obviously having obviously the best quarterback clearly mm-hmm. still has a lot of. I mean, still almost certainly has three to four years. Yeah. Um, for sure. 
For sure. And Derek and Jimmy are wild cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, it's, it's it's what happened to Brock Purdy could very well have thrown a, a little wrench into what San Francisco may have been thinking Oof. about their quarterback position. And and I only I'm only referencing the um, Trey Lance mm. crossed fingers uh, tweet when he was repping the new the new Tyson, uh, Titans GM yeah. from the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Well, hey hey Trey, Carthen, how you doing? Is that right? How you doing? You everything good? You happy? Yeah. What's good? Boo? You need anything? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I know, I know, we tried to tried to toss you out a little bit, you know, but don't don't worry about that, man. That was all the media. Kyle hitting Trey with the you up text. <laughs> that was all just the media, te- uh, Trey. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. QB one. Been our guy from jump. <laughs> Believe that. Uh, if you're listening on ESPN thirteen twenty, or if you're listening on the Odyssey app, don't go anywhere. We got more. Uh, you're here, Jason Jones. We'll talk more about the Sacramento Kings' uh, victory last night against the Minnesota Timberwolves. We're gonna run it back uh, here with D'Lo and KC on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 